Guys, I have some friends who have a company called Simply Earth, and it's an essential oil recipe box company. And I was always super confused by essential oils until I partnered up with them. And they have eliminated all the confusion, and they help make the air in my home toxin-free. It'll do the same for you. But most importantly, this is a company that is about a greater cause not just helping make the air in your home toxin-free, they donate 13% of their profits to help end human trafficking. They actually came up with that number 13, inspired by one of my songs, Next Thing You Know. So there's a real personal connection with this company. They're mission-minded, and they're helping to end human trafficking. And when you buy your essential oils from them, you get to take part in that fight against trafficking, which is a big deal. The company's called Simply Earth, and here's what happens. You get a Simply Earth essential oil recipe box that helps you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils. You're going to receive the recipe box with four pure essential oils, six recipe cards, and extras. You learn how to use your essential oils while making the recipes that are created by certified aromatherapists. I want to become a certified aromatherapist. That's a nice title. You save money and you detoxify your life. Plus, you buy for a company from a company that's changing the world. 13% of their profits go to end human trafficking. This is like a meal subscription kit, but it's way more fun and it's going to detoxify your home and you're going to help change other people's lives. So here's what I want you to do. Remember this, the essential oils alone would cost over $100 from other companies, but with the Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box, you get four pure oils, six recipes, and extra ingredients for only $39. And when you subscribe, you get a free big bonus box with even more natural goodies. It's never been easier to use essential oils. You got to sign up. And when you sign up with Simply Earth's Essential Oil Recipe Box, you get a free 80 milliliter essential oil diffuser when you subscribe using our URL, simplyearth.com slash west. Again, that's simplyearth.com slash west. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I am so excited for today's show. So you better be getting excited, too. Um, I'm going to tell you about my guest in just a minute, but first... The My Story, Your Glory Tour is in full effect. There are still some shows happening before the fall is over. Uh, today, you need to go to MatthewWest.com. Today, today, today. And make sure that you don't miss your chance to come and see me. My buddy Micah Tyler is a special guest on the tour. This has been, uh, it's going to be an incredible night every single night. And I want you to come and join us. So I'm leaving the story house. I'm getting on the tour bus. I'm traveling around the country and I'm doing it and not to do it with an empty room it's got to be a full room and the tickets are selling and i hope you get one of them before it's too late the first tickets to always sell are the vip meet and greets so i would love to meet you in person so don't sleep on that matthewwest.com slash tour uh let's see what else lots of exciting things are happening we're getting inching closer to our uh, christmas weekend the come home for christmas second annual weekend in franklin tennessee december 1st through the 3rd this is going to be a special, special weekend. We've got many of you already signed up. You're coming from all around the country to join us. So come and make new friends. Ring in the Christmas season. We've got a very special Christmas concert. You're actually going to get, get to be part of a television taping for TBN, which is cool. Lots of great activities planned, and uh, it's going to be festive. It's going to be fun. It's going to be whimsical, dare I say. And then we're going to be closing up the year with four special Christmas concerts in the state of Florida, thanks to my friends at the Joy FM. So you can get all the information at MatthewWest.com for that. Let's get into today's show. My guest is award-winning. Uh, he's a best-selling author, award-winning musician, rapper. He's got a record label. Uh, this guy is, I just, I already thought he did it all. Now he's proven that he's doing it all because he's also starring in a brand new musical that's going to be in theaters November 10th called Journey to Bethlehem. Let's go to the story house with the incredibly gifted wordsmith and now actor Lecrae. Are you, uh, where are you today? I'm at home. So in, in Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. You are and, you uh, 
Nashville. I'm in Nashville, yeah. Are you working in the studio? Or what's a day at home look like for you right now? Um, Usually, um, yes. So I, I usually like have a couple days in the studio, couple days in the office, and then a taxi driver for my kids. <laughs> and uh, so. I I got to be honest, the, uh, the last thing, it, it was not... If I if you gave me a hundred guesses about what what I would get to talk with Lecrae about for the first time, I would not have guessed uh, a Christmas musical. That was not on my. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and me both. So so we're gonna talk about Journey to Bethlehem in a minute. But I'd be like kicking myself if I didn't take this opportunity. First of all, to tell you uh, I'm a fan of your work. You're a wordsmith, and from one songwriter to another, different genres same heartbeat yeah. of of telling a story of hope to people who are uh you know needing to hear that message of hope uh thank you for what you do and so one of the reasons i was asking about like it, it looked like maybe you were in your studio i was like man am i interrupting a writing session because i don't want to nah, not at all i don't want to be interrupt that's the that's the last thing i want to do i don't want to interrupt the uh the genius there but um so so you've got a studio in nashville i was listening to church close for uh this morning on my walk, it got me fired up to stop walking and actually start running. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. You're just so talented, Lecrae. I want to talk just for a second about your songwriting process, if we can. So today yeah. you got a day in Nashville. You're not a taxi driver for your kids. Let's picture, th- I'm sorry, a day in Atlanta. I'm in Nashville, but yeah. let's picture a day where you're, uh, where you're writing. Are you writing every day in your, in your head? Are you, uh, are you waiting until a track is created and then you're writing on top of that or does it happen all different ways? Um, it's kind of a mixture, you know, if I'm inspired, um, just being out and about, then I may like just pull out voice notes on my phone and just start throwing some ideas around in my phone. And, you know, I have like a sound bank of ideas in my phone that, you know, sometimes I can come back and reference. Um, other times, there's just like, you know, kind of like writing camp time in the studio where it's like, hey, man, let's just go through some music and work with some people and let's just craft some stuff up that may or may not be useful in the future. And then there's other times where, which happens more often than not, where there's like a specific song and we're like just in the studio kind of concocting and crafting that. And what I typically do is I'll go in there, I will write to it, I will craft something to it, and then just start chipping away at it, you know, like maybe over the next couple of days or so, just chipping away. I don't like this. I like this. Let's twist that. Let's change this. And then, you know, kind of coming up with something that I, I really enjoy. Do you do you ever have it feel like it's the song still not done even after you released it? Like, are you still, are you that kind of person or are you able to kind of put the song out and go, hey, what's done is done. I feel good about that. No, yeah. I think there's like, there's like generally two kinds of artists. There's volume artists and then there's like critical artists and Mm -hmm. like the critical artists like have this data bank of songs and they're like, ah, they're never done, (laughs) you know? Um, But like, I'm a volume artist where it's like, I can make a gazillion songs and be comfortable once it's right in my mind, putting Mm -hmm. it out and moving on to the next. Like, they're not like children to me. Like some people's songs are like their kids and like, ah, for me, it's like they're like, um, I don't know, just like stars in the sky. I'm just trying to light up the sky and throw more stars out there. I throw love more that. stars out there. Yeah. I love that. And then you can uh, believe that the best song is the next one, too. Right. <laughs> That's right. Because otherwise, <laughs> like that one song that didn't live up to whatever you hoped it would from a yeah. consumption standpoint or whatever. And we have all these metrics yeah. that we can choose to live or die by. But like I, I try to have that same mentality. The next one's the best one. Let's go. You know, and that doesn't mean yeah. we don't care about, you know, because sometimes volume can be associated with like, is is it quality or quantity? And it's like, right. I think that volume mentality doesn't mean that there's, and anybody listens to your records, it's like, no, this guy's not, he's not forgetting about quality. Like it's going to be top notch right. every time. There's just going to be the ability to move on to the next record. And it, thanks for indulging me on some of these songwriting questions, just because I'm, you know, no, I'm always yeah, curious cool. the process. But then 
with the uh I think a lot of people might romanticize songwriting and lyric writing as like first draft, final draft. And I love that you just immediately put it out there that like, no, let's tweak this, let's do this, let's like, and I think that's the real craft of it is that it's yeah. not always that romantic uh first draft. Have you ever had that happen though, where you're just where you're going and it's like 15 minutes later that lyrics done because for me that's few and far between have you had that moment i've had them and it's always shocking to me you know <laughs> it's always like shocking to me because i'm like owl in my brain think like nah i can't be done and then everyone's like this is good man this is I, this is it and i'm like this is it like don't touch it don't touch it i'm wow. like really you know so it's 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 it, like you said far and few between it's only happened a few times but those times it's like wow. There's been way more times where people are like, "You, you, you think you think you might want to tweak that?" Or... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wonder if you need to supercharge your hiring. If you do, well, you need Indeed. Uh, if you're like me and uh, you got a lot of stuff going on, you need to find some great people to add to your team. But you don't have a lot of time to spend searching. Where do you begin? You begin at Indeed. Indeed makes it easy. They streamline the whole hiring process. It's an unbelievably powerful hiring platform, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2913. Over 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed. So why aren't you? They streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates and instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills indeed is a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all and that's what i love you're able to hire and find the right people fast and you're also able to save money in the process here's how the only job site that where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements that's indeed no other job site offers that so you're saving money and you're finding the right people to add to your team join more than 3 million businesses that use indeed start hiring now with the 75 dollars job credit sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash west offer is good for a limited time claim your 75 dollars job credit now at indeed.com slash west again indeed.com slash west and support the show by saying that you heard about it on the matthew west podcast indeed.com slash west terms and conditions apply if you need to hire you need indeed how important is it to have the right people in your circle and in your creative, like those creatives that you have around you, that's the inner circle who you feel like are your truth tellers, right? Like they're going to tell you when it's yeah. magic and you listen to them. And then they're going to tell you when, you know, who are some of those like creatives in your inner circle? I think I already know some of them, but like when you talk about having those writing camps or when you're in the studio behind the mic, that's a sacred space and you want your producers and you, you co-produce your own stuff. I'm, I'm guessing, right? Like, yeah. So, but who, who are some of those people that you have around you that when they say it's good, you're like, okay, I believe them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is just trusting the voices, you know, there's, there's collaborators. Like when I'm working with my guy, Andy Minio, I'm, I trust his voice. He's, he's really like, he's one of those people that is going to tweak until it's perfect, you know? So I, I trust him. Um, Ace on our A&R team, you know, he's just a visionary. He's got it. And then, um, uh, another young lady, Alex on our A&R team, you know, she's just really like, she's a writer producer and she's just straight up, man. She does not pull any punches. And I love that. Yeah. Some people, some artists can't handle that. I love it. You yeah. know, like she'll say, she'll just say, I think you can beat that. You know what I mean? And that's it. It's like, I just worked so hard on this thing. And she's like, I think you can beat it. And it's like, all right, well, back to the drawing board. Let's yeah, <laughs> I like that. Over. I like I like voices that like like make me mad. Like tell me, tell <laughs> like give me something to prove. Like tell me there's a yeah. ceiling above me and I'm gonna break through. Whatever it might be, like that's right. good to have those truth tellers. And I, I'm amazed by all that you've that you're able to accomplish in a day. I'm gonna guess that you're the kind of person who has a pretty structured schedule in order to be as efficient as you are. Is that is that pretty true? Like you're not. You're not one of those guys waking up at 3 p.m. And like, I mean, like you said, you're a taxi driver for your kids anyway. So tell, yeah. something tells me your family wouldn't let you be lazy even if you wanted to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never, like as soon as I had kids, I it was like I gave up that like stereotypical artist vibe. You know what I mean? Like just waking up at three, working in the studio till four o'clock in the morning, like that stuff went out the window. Yeah. You know what I mean? I started... I don't think like a lot of artists are like chasing inspiration, but I think inspiration comes from discipline. You know, you discipline yourself 
to like, uh, I'm going to work from nine to five and I'm going to work so much in this time period that inspiration will come from the hard work that I've put in during this time period. And then at 5 p.m., it's like, hey, it's kids. It's, we're, we're, you know, we got this and we got that. So I got to find it in that nine to five Man, gap every day. If that I don't is, find it, then, you know. That's so good. I had a, an old songwriter told me years ago, he's like, if you treat, and we don't do this for the money, but the principle of this quote I thought really stuck with me is that if you treat songwriting like a hobby, it'll pay like a hobby. If you treat it like a job, it'll pay like a job. And so in one of our first songwriting rooms, me and my buddy, we put up on the door, this ain't no hobby. And then every time we felt like we we just wrote a smash, that was always like, this ain't no hobby. Like, we're going to work. <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> that structure is so, that is so good. And I had a feeling, of, I, without even knowing you too well, I was like, I watch all that you do. Like, best-selling author. You're making all these incredible records. Now you're involved in a film. I'm like, there's no way this guy's just sitting around waiting for inspiration to strike. He's going to work every day. You go at it like you're on a mission, which if and I do know from a distance you are on a mission and you know like sure. you're somebody who knows what their why is but I want I just want to give you an opportunity to talk about like what is that fire in you like wh what is the why for behind every song you put out into the world yeah um I, I think I love aha moments in people like that's a big thing for me when someone's like oh you know like when the eyebrows raise I feel like like I'm doing what God put me on earth to do, you know? Um, and, and so when it comes to music, I want people's eyebrows to raise one at the art, right? Just like, Oh, you know, like I, I think we are supposed to be innovators. I think God, you know, is the most innovative creative being in existence and we're his kids. And so we reflect that innovation and that creativity. So Let's strive for that. Let's push for that. Let's push to make people go, wow, like, whoa, you know, what did I encounter? Yeah. Um, but then also with the messaging, I want to raise eyebrows. I want to be able to talk about the things that, you know, I don't want to just copy. I don't want to critique or condemn. I want to create. And a lot mm. of times, especially as a Christian, we can get lazy, you know, because we give a lot of participation trophies out for the message. It's like, oh, man, great message, man. And it's like, <laughs> well, but was it good? Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you find a creative way to say that? Like, you know, and so I, I don't want that. I want people to be blown away because they encountered. It's not me. Obviously, it's me inspired by God. To, to put something in the world. And I want them to encounter that. I want them to feel that um, because that's what inspires people and drives people and pushes them. And, and something that's not less than, like I love that striving for excellence. I remember years ago, a buddy of mine was freaking out because he got hired by you to do some video content for your live show. And yeah. I, I stopped by this studio where he was, and it was this big LED wall from floor to ceiling, and it was telling your story. And I remember just going, this guy's like everything from his, from the songwriting to carrying out to the stage, like he wants this to be excellent. Like I would just, <laughs> you could just tell like quality level, like, and that's the thing, anything, because I think so many times, and we're about to talk about a film you're involved in, film is no different. Like there's this, yeah. for so long, there's been this association with like anything with a faith message is somehow like, lower in quality or whatever and then we mm -hmm. we say well that's because it's lower in budget or whatever but right but i love that it's like creatives like going no 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 i don't want and a lot of times in christian music and in the christian music industry too there's a lot of like well the brightest minds go where the biggest dollars are so you're not seeing great management minds in christian music because there's not a lot you know or or whatever and it's like man i right. feel like i've spent my whole career among other missions like pushing against that narrative like i want I want to I want to be about Jesus music because even though I like I want to turn down sometimes other opportunities because I want to be the best in this and I want to lead in this and I want to lead with excellence and so when I I get fired up when I hear someone like yourself talking I love everything you're saying you can keep on talking <laughs> Matt <laughs> Hey, did you guys know that most children's vitamins have some unhealthy stuff in them? It's like, a, you know, the old song, just a spoonful of sugar. 
A lot of unhealthy chemicals and other gummy junk in these vitamins that growing kids really shouldn't eat. And that's why Haya was created, H-I-Y-A. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar, and they contribute to a variety of health issues. Well, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, and yet it tastes great even for the picky eaters in your life. It was formulated with the help of nutritional experts. Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, and zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration. Who doesn't need help in that, right? It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. It's designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. Your kids are going to love it. Trust me on this. Haya is a healthy way to make sure you're getting the vitamins and all the nutrition that you need. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order to claim this deal. You must go to Haya.com slash West. It's not available on their regular website. So go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash West and get your kids the full body nourishment that they need to turn into healthy adults. Check it out. But you're leading in that, Lecrae, and and I just you know keep keep doing that. Last songwriting question, I promise. But like no, I good. feel like in uh, I'm curious with your songwriting. Like I'd see a song like coming in hot that like takes off, uh, you know, on a viral level. Like this in this streaming age and TikTok. I then I listen to Church Close Four and I go, this is a guy that doesn't seem like he's gonna allow. While his songs might take off and and become a TikTok trend or whatever, you're still not afraid to like dive wholly into a concept that carries throughout an entire record. And I'm somebody who I guess it's old school, whatever, but I've I've always mourned the loss of like the value of tracks one through 12 telling mm-hmm. a holistic story, right? And so when I make my mm-hmm. records, even if it's just for me, that like yeah. my my dry erase board is like. I'm connecting these dots like an FBI detective, you know, trying to find the killer or whatever. Like, and I feel like in your records, like you're having songs that'll still like take off and have that moment. It'll get a commercial, it'll, you know, become a TikTok trend. But it seems like you're thinking about verse one of of the first song and how it connects with the final word on on the last song. Is that is there something to that there? Yeah, for sure. Um <clears throat> I think sometimes, you know, sometimes you're you're earning the right to tell a story, you know, with certain songs that may take off. Um, it's like there's, you know, like like even as a Christian, we'll, we'll we love Psalm twenty three or we love the 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 story of the resurrection of Jesus, but those give us the right to tell the whole story around it, right? Those are just, those are not the whole story. Those are like highlights. They're trailers for this bigger story that's so interconnected. And to me, it's like, yeah, that song may have took off, but that's just to get you to come inside to see how the it's all interconnected and there's a bigger picture that should be told. And I think people appreciate that, you know, like even if they don't know it, like there may be a younger generation that doesn't even understand why they appreciate that. I was talking to my son and my son, I said, like, who's the best rapper of your generation? And he was like, they're not really that good, but this is all we have. And he can own that. Right. He can own that. And he doesn't know why previous generations are better. He just knows that there's something more to it. You know, like, why is it? more sticky or meaningful what is that and i i honestly think it's because we fooled ourselves into believing that something microwavable is val is is like valuable because it's quick but you lose something when it's done quickly right you lose the ability to do something by doing it fast and so you know you don't learn how to play an instrument anymore you're gonna lose something. Yeah, you can just get on the computer right. and like and and like artificially put it together, but there's you don't realize what you're losing. Yeah. We invented the wheel, which is great. I can go from A to B very quick, 
but I'm losing time with family because I'm traveling so much now that I can go from A to B. You're always losing something from like some some invention that makes things quicker. Yeah. And um, and true. I don't want people to lose the value of story and art and process and you know it's, it's like grandma's recipe. There's something special about it. Yeah. Like that that. That spaghetti that came from Italy can never be replaced with Chef Boyardee. I know you think you're this like it's just about getting full, but if you taste that, Grandma's recipe, there's something like whoa! I needed that. That's a good illustration. That's what I just there's yeah. something so intriguing to me about seeing like church close four. Like I just think yeah. it's like okay, you're taking people on this journey, and it's not just gonna be a quick trip. It's like let's let's are you in this with me for the long haul? Because I got a story to tell. I want you to be part yeah. of that story. Let's go. Like, that's just, I just think that's exciting. You got to admit, was there even a tiny bit of you, though, disappointed when you asked your son that question and his answer wasn't, Dad, you're the greatest rapper of any generation? <laughs> what, I mean, what, was there a little tinge of disappointment? <laughs> Not a little. <laughs> Not a little. Oh, my daughter's. I'm always like, I'm always like why? Well, I'm not, I am not cool to this. Like, I, I got, I, I, you know what I mean? It's What's like, the scripture? Is it uh, like a prophet is not honored in his hometown? Like, I, I feel a, a singer's not honored, a rapper's not honored in his own family. I think that's, that's right. The, the message translation says that. Like, the, but my yeah. daughters, it's the same thing. Like, I'll be like, okay, top 10 singers, and they'll go out of their way, even if they're struggling to name 10, period. Dad's not even gonna be in the mix. <laughs> Yep. Okay, yep. so uh, you you clearly like you you're not afraid to stretch yourself, and it seems like I'm curious how much this stretch was and how you wound up getting involved. There's this new film; it's a musical, and it's called Journey to Bethlehem. Talk about putting yeah. stars in the sky or or telling the the highlight stories, but it's the greatest story ever told about the greatest gift ever given and the greatest love ever known to man. It's 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 what fuels you and me and the messages that we send to the world. Uh, the love of Jesus yeah. has changed my life. I know he's changed your life. And so here you are. Uh, they said, you get to interview Lecrae for your podcast. And I said, great. I wonder what he's got going on right now. And among all the things you're doing, I'm like, wait, he's in a, he's in a musical? And so, <laughs> so I'm just going to ask you, like, tell me, how did you get plugged into this? And what was so appealing about it for you and, you know, I'm just guessing this had to be somewhat of a stretch for you artistically. Uh, but what what was the genesis of this idea for you? Yeah. So it's funny you asked that. I mean, you're you're spot on on, on all on all fronts. Um, so, number one, I never cared about musicals a day in my life. I was never <laughs> a big fan of them. Um, and then Hamilton, I went to see that. It took the oh. world by storm. And I was like, I was like, oh, I didn't know this could be done at this capacity, at this level and the storytelling and all of it. And so then I began to be more intrigued. And I, it's kind of like when you don't know about something, you just start investigating and understanding the process and what it takes. And then you're like, oh, you value it more because you know what it took to do it. And um, understanding Adam, Adam Anders, the director, and like what he did with Glee or High School Musical and just like, oh, I did not know. And you're realizing... Like, these are really good songs. Yeah. Um, not just songs for no reason. Like, they're really good. And now he's combining it with this storytelling and this, this film. And so I had a friend of mine who said, hey, he's um, looking for people to audition for the role of Gabriel in the film. Um, you want to give it a shot? And I was like, yes, because I was on my Hamilton kick. And I was on my, like... I do. I want to, I like, this is, it, it fits. It's a story I'm passionate about. I know what he does. I see a high school musical glee. I get it. Right. Um, but it was like, Oh shoot. I got to get an acting coach. <laughs> I got to like, so is that what you did? Like really? Yeah. Yeah. I had to get an acting coach. I had to like, really like set it up and audition well. Um, and then it was like, yeah, first round. Good. Um, there's potential. We'll give you a second audition. Second audition, I was like, no, I got to nail this. So I got a coach and I just went to work and then got the audition. And then my coach worked with me throughout the entire process. Just, I mean, I'm on set with Antonio Banderas. And I was like, I can't go in there just like, 
hi, I rap. It's like, right. no way. Well, see, that's, that's amazing to hear, though, because I guess on its surface, I would have guessed, uh, you know, sometimes it's like they're looking for, well, we want to build a cast with people who already have a massive audience, and it would be less about, yeah. like, it'd be more about your name and less about, like, so the fact that you went and got an acting coach and, like, you decided to... Because was this your f first, like, step into... I mean, not just a musical, but, like, into film? Yeah, like, of course, I've done some cameos and, like, something quick where it didn't take much work. It was like, you're in a film, you're on stage rapping, or, you're, you know, it's right, not like you're playing right. yourself in a sense. But never, like, you're another character that's way far away from who you are. And so you got to step into that. Like, I have to make people forget Lecrae's there and become Gabriel. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, that was work, man. That was work. I want to tell you about my friends at Operation Christmas Child. I've had the chance to travel with them. Um, it's Operation Christmas Child is a project of the Christian International Relief Organization, Samaritan's Purse. It's the world's largest Christmas project of its kind. It's been reaching millions of children each year with the good news of Jesus Christ through simple shoebox gifts. Since 1993, more than 209 million children in over 170 countries and territories have received a shoebox gift. Anyone can pack a shoebox and help send joy to a child in need with Operation Christmas Child. I've gotten to do this myself. My family has packed shoeboxes. And then I've gotten to travel to other parts of the world and hand deliver those shoeboxes. I'll never forget those trips. It's an incredible experience, and you would be amazed by how impactful these shoeboxes are. You can pack a shoebox with fun toys, school supplies, and personal care items, and then bring it to a drop-off location during National Collection Week, which is November 13th through the 20th. Or you can even build a shoebox online. The good news of Jesus Christ is shared alongside your gift, and each child is invited to join a discipleship program. Learn how to pack a shoebox, view gift suggestions, and find your nearest drop-off location by visiting SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. Again, that's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. Was there any time where you're with the acting coach and it's like, because I always had this image of like acting coaches like, just sometimes the theater side of things like I remember being in high school and being in a musical and they were just it was always like these weird warm-ups and like I don't know trust falls or something just kind of like yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on was there ever a moment where you're like I'm out I can't do this um it wasn't like as much of that like actually it was kind of the opposite like he was like you're a performer you're used to being on stage and so you're so big I need you to like come all the way down so it was like trying to be really subtle. It was like, golly, that's so hard, you know, because you're used to being I'm I'm expressive. I move my hands. I'm yeah. just all of this. And he's like, be little. And I was like, be little. Like, what is that? You know, it's like, be subtle, be little, be subtle, wow. be little, be subtle. And so that was the hardest part for me. So it wasn't that that part wasn't awkward um, as much as it was like. I mean, it wasn't awkward in the coaching process other than, like, having to, like, dumb it all the way down. That was different. So yeah. that was something completely different I was used to. Did you get to speak into the music part of, like, your performances and things like that? Like, what was that collaborative effort like? And Adam Anders is like, yeah, his list. I mean, so he wrote and directed this, right? Uh, and That's then, right. Yeah. And, you know, like, back in the day, I I'm going to have to, like, fact check myself. But I'm pretty sure one of his first gigs was playing bass guitar for Stephen Curtis Chapman fun fact hey i'm pretty sure um but because hey. when i was a kid i went and saw stephen curtis chapman and i would look up like who played on the records and then who was with him live and yeah. so that's kind of a fun fact but so did you get to did they present you with the music and you're like oh this this is perfect or can i do like how did that work in terms of tweaking no i was like wait a minute you want me to what you how wait a minute this is so out of my range like like, hold on. OK, wait a minute. Let me let me work on this um, because it, it, yeah, it stretched me. It was like I'm singing Christmas carols and it's like big, you know what I mean? Like these uh, joy to the world type of songs. So it was out of my range, but it was still like a challenge and it fit. So it was like, hey, I'm not Lecrae. I'm Gabriel. This is what Gabriel would do. And so let me be Gabriel That's in this and, That's and, cool. and lose Lecrae to, to do this. And so that was a stretch, but um, 
but it worked. It ended up working out really well. So uh, you've gotten to see the final product then, I guess. Did you guys have like a, yes. a, a cast screening and things like that? Or, or did they just send you an edit of it? Yeah. Th- so there was a, there's been a couple screenings. And then, of course, we got an edit as well. Um, so the, the screenings were cool for like people around. But then the, 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 the link was like for my family. So it was cool to watch with my kids. Of course, they think? my kids are like stunned and like, what? Like, you know, that, wow. Like, they're like, you know, it's almost, almost like, I can't believe you did good. That's, that's <laughs> wild, man. Like, <laughs> they're like pleasantly surprised. Right. And, and how, what was your feeling after watching your performance? Were you like, was it like your music where we were talking earlier about volume where you're able to go, all right, I put that star in the sky onto the next, like, or, or were you going, were you cringing at all going, I wish I would have done that differently. I'm just curious. No, because the, the the difference between music and acting is that they, like, with a song, I mean, yes, you may go in and do it over again a few times um, in the process, but with, act, with the acting, it's like all day long you are reshooting this shot. You're getting another angle and another angle and this angle and that angle. And it, it can literally only be, like, for two minutes but you're you're gonna be there for five hours okay. for these two minutes, and so the payoff is pretty sweet because you're you know what went into that, and to see it like come out edited and like all the things done, you're like, woo, that was that's sweet how they did that because all you're remembering is how many times you screwed up yeah. or how many times it didn't like, you're like, ah, uh, uh, uh. like you're, you know, you're thinking about all those things. So to see it come out on the other end, you're like, Oh, Oh, good. Hey, yeah. Okay. Me- meanwhile, good. they had yeah. the vision for how it was going to all come together. That's incredible. I can't wait to see this. It's the first ever musical recounting of Mary and Joseph's journey and Lecrae yeah. stars as Gabriel. Uh, I mean, Crazy. that's, and and, he, and folks, he got an acting coach just to make sure that he was ready to play the angel. Yes. Man, that's epic. I do not want you all to be distracted by my poor acting <laughs> in the story of Jesus coming to the world. So we had to make sure that was a good thing. And it uh, it comes out uh, November tenth, and this is going to be this is going to be a big theater moment, especially like isn't it crazy to think about like the whole SAG after strike has been, I mean, it's put, like, everything to a screeching halt. Uh, I was talking yeah. randomly. I was talking with um, this actor, Dennis Quaid, name drop. No, uh, he, but he was, uh, last night I was talking to him at this event, and I was like, do you think you're going to be back to work anytime soon? And he's like, he was just telling me, like, what a long, drawn-out process this has been and how I mean, these guys are kind of sitting on the sidelines. So this film was obviously created before the strike happened, but, I mean, yeah. it's going to have a great window for i mean there's not a lot of new stuff coming out right i mean yeah so that's pretty crazy yeah. but uh what are you hoping people are gonna take i mean what was the reason other than stretching yourself and doing something different and having a new appreciation after watching hamilton which i totally am in the same boat as you like i've never been a big broadway guy and then i yeah. saw hamilton i took my wife and i was it was just before the pandemic i took her to see it actually it was in 2020 when mm-hmm. my record was coming out i was in new york doing press we went to see hamilton and i was completely blown away by the genius of the lyric i mean it's just unbelievable um yeah but uh you know so here you get to be a part of this the journey to bethlehem what what are you hoping for as the the greatest story ever told gets to be retold in this unique way and you get to be a part of it you know do you have a prayer for yeah for for what happens in people's hearts and minds as they get to soak up this story in a new way yeah i think you know just for the common viewer who's maybe not like you know faith is not central to who they are i think the quality of it the art um the writing the cinematography the acting will be enough for them to say man like, like, not only was that really amazing, that 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 puts a lot of food for thought, you know. Mm. Um, and for what everyone will experience, you know, believe it or not, is the humanity of these people. You, you, we we take away the humanity of Mary and Joseph a lot of times, and we don't think about what they were feeling or experiencing, or the shame, or the guilt, or the mm. frustration. And then to realize, like, the savior of the world just 
makes himself into a baby that needs to be breastfed mm. and like cares enough to let these really regular people be a part of the story. That's encouraging to me. And I wow. think it'll be encouraging to anybody that we're all a part of this big story, man. We are, for whatever reason, he's included us little lowly beings to be a part of the greatest story in the universe. And now when it's all said and done, we're like co-heirs in this kingdom. It's like, that's crazy. So I think people will walk away seeing like, whoa, I could be this person, yeah. you know? And well, uh, that's I think awesome. that's, that's going to be powerful. The greater story, man. And you keep telling that story with every song you write and now with every film you're in. So, Man, congratulations on on another accomplishment and stretching yourself creatively. You're on your way. What's the uh, what do they call it? Like, uh, if you win uh, an Emmy, a Grammy, oh, the EGOT. Yeah, is that your mission? Are you? <laughs> or would no, you have man, to add no, like no. The, in our world, it would be like you know, a double like, award. They have a term for people who do like a lot of things. I forgot what it was, but it's like Renaissance it's, it's man. Multi- That's you. But I, I say, I just got ADD, bro. That's all it is. <laughs> I was just like, man, that's it. Uh, I think I'm discovering in this 30-minute conversation I have more in common with Lecrae than I than I even knew. So I, I think we have similar <laughs> wiring, man. We got that ADD and then and that drive. So uh, For sure. Man, I, I'm, I'm one of those people who's glad that you had that drive and you keep putting great things out into the world. So keep up the great work. And I really appreciate you yeah. taking the time to talk to me. We're going to send everybody to uh, see the journey to Bethlehem. It comes out November 10th. You're going to get to see Lecrae as Gabriel. That's crazy. Uh, last thing, are you uh, on tour and where can people get tickets to see you soon? Yeah, I'm on the road with my guy, Hovey. Uh Make sure you, you know, come out and see us. Uh, just go to Lecrae.com um and check out the tour dates and you can get tickets there too so come out we'd love to see you they are limited so yeah. get them now get tickets going. to the show at lecrae.com get merch go listen to the latest record all the things and uh and you yeah. gotta probably get back to being a taxi driver for your kids <laughs> for so sure. uh, have a great rest of your day man it's great to talk to you man i appreciate you you too man you're an icon you're you know you you are one of the greatest to ever do it man, oh, man. so i'm honored bro it's like it's so cool to talk to you and just to like hear how kindred spirits we are, man. Yeah, so I well, appreciate thank you. you. Thanks for those kind words. I appreciate you. And uh, hopefully our paths will cross at some point in person, man. Love to see you and, uh, and connect more on songwriting. It's good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate you. Thanks, brother. man. Songs from the story house. This was a song I wrote by myself here at the story house. And, uh, I thought I'd play it in honor of my conversation with Lecrae. Um, it's not a rap song. It's a Christmas song, and he's in a new film called Journey to Bethlehem. And I wrote a song that's coming out this year called Because of Bethlehem, and I can't wait for you to hear the finished version, but I thought I'd have you hear a little bit of how it sounded when I was writing it. So this is before the orchestra comes in, before all the things. It's just me and a guitar, um, just kind of trying to describe, like, the the humble beginning and the... um, how this greatest story ever told, something great and grand came from such a humble beginning. So it goes like this. Just a tiny nowhere town with a tiny no room in. This is where the greatest story ever told begins. With just a tiny beating heart had all creation leaning in. That night the world forever changed because of Bethlehem. It's where a star led to a stable, a baby's cry made angels sing. And the search to find a savior led to heaven's humble king. It's where the wise men found the answer And the shepherds found the lamb And I found my Emmanuel Because of Bethlehem Love is born Hope is here Heaven's light has made the darkness disappear Peace on earth Goodwill to man 
God with us all because of Bethlehem. He's my dad, and he gives good advice, and that's why we're closing out the show with Dad Advice. Check out his theme song. He is my dad, and he gives good advice, and that's why this segment is called Dad Advice. Dad, I see you got your notes there with you. You're ready to send us out with some uh, some good wisdom and maybe a, a bad joke. Uh, yes, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready for both, and I, I've got a, um, some good jokes right now. What type of vehicle should be used for a fall hayride? An automobile. That's, you know, huh? that's good. I'll give you extra bonus points because it's seasonal. Yes, and give me this one. What kind of vest would you, should you wear in the fall? A harvest. There you go. Very good. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> cliffhangers. And, and again, I keep bragging on your double album and the songs, and so we've been using them from time to time in, in our dad vices and devos and everything. And uh, the song Future Looks Good. I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. That's just a couple. I'll come back to that song. But this is where cliffhangers come in. Every book we read has chapters filled with joy, conflict, surprise, and resolutions. Every story has cliffhangers. And by the way, I kind of missed a lot of cliffhangers and books that way because the only books I ever read as a kid and a teenager were about sports heroes. And uh, they might have had a cliffhanger or two, but I've, I've missed some good stories along the way. A cliffhanger is a story or chapter with a strong element of suspense. Suspense can best be described as a feeling of excitement or anxiety because of the uncertainty of the outcome. Cliffhangers are added to a story to keep you in, invested and interested in moving to the next chapter to see what happens, e even in a movie. The Bible is full of cliffhangers. In Exodus 14, we read about Moses and the children of Israel receiving marching orders, but we have to finish the chapters to see if they all drowned in the Red Sea or if they were saved. Mm. In Daniel 6, Daniel was thrown in a lion's den, but you have to finish the chapter to see if he is devoured or if he experiences a miracle. In the story of our lives, we have experienced almost every element. We've experienced joy and grief. We've lived through conflict and surprise. But be reminded that the author of the Bible is the author of our story. He included a cliffhanger in his word, and he will allow them in your life to draw you to him and to bring him glory. Let's look at three things to remember when you find yourself in the chapter of your life that includes cliffhangers. One, God is writing your story. He's the author. Trust him. His word is filled with cliffhangers, as we mentioned. So our story is no different, but the author of our story is all-powerful and all-knowing. He can be trusted. Let the fact that fact help you rest in him and not be filled with anxiety and suspense proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths secondly cliffhangers are not the end of your story don't get hung up on the cliffhangers and don't give up Here's a great story. Jennifer's husband lost his job. They have five ki kids. She became so consumed with the fear of the situation that she just sat down and gave up. But her husband was confident that this wasn't the end of their story. And just in any good cliffhanger, they held on a little longer, mm. and God provided a job that was in the field he always longed for and with a pay raise. Cliffhanger. Destitute, destitute to provision. She could not see any way to pay bills and buy food. She, she was, but so she remembered in a chapter, a season, it won't last forever. Read on, follow on, see how it's going to the end with God writing your story. First Peter 5, 6, and 7, humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time, casting all your anxiety because he cares for you. And thirdly, your story will bring him glory. Roy's story, Roy is a great friend of our ministry, Matthew, and you know him, and ministry of Papui. He was in a deadly car accident some years ago, but after months and years of rehab, God has 
used him, restored him, and now he spends his life sharing what God did in his life and helping out accident victims through their trauma. And we use this verse often in our ministry, and you do, Matthew, Revelation 12, 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. When you're on the other side of the cliffhanger, share, share all that God has done. Your story will encourage others who are still filled with anxiety and fear. A few more lyrics. I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. I don't know where the road may go, but I know who makes a way. Ain't no fire, ain't no storm gonna steal my hallelujah. I'm about ready to rap like Lecrae. I don't know what the future holds, but with you, the future looks good. Here's my dad advice. If you find yourself in a cliffhanger chapter today, don't panic. God is in control. He's still writing your story. Don't give up. Trust the author for the next chapter. Help is on the way, baby. Got us all fired up. Thanks, Dad. Come on, come on. Well, that's our show for today. How fun was that? Getting to talk to Lecrae, uh, getting to uh, hopefully not bore you, but I was excited by uh, talking about songwriting process. Uh, So hopefully that was insightful for you as well. Um, That guy's incredible, man. I mean, you don't accomplish that much without a fire lit inside of you. And he's on a mission uh, to put a message of hope out into every song that he writes, every book that he puts out and now every movie that he's in. So be sure to check out the movie Journey to Bethlehem in theaters November 10th, okay? And um, I want to thank my dad, as always, for bringing an encouraging message and a uh, mediocre dad joke, but uh, uh, he's awesome, and I hope that ministers to you as well. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You guys are the best. Come out and see me on tour. The My Story, Your Glory tour is in full effect. Go to MatthewWest.com for all the information there. And our ministry is called Pop We, P-O-P-W-E. And at popwe.org, we'd love to stay in touch with you. We'd love to hear if you've got a prayer need. We'd love to be praying for you. If you'd like to receive a weekly email devotional, straight to your email inbox, free of charge, a gift from me to you, go to popwe.org today. Now go make the most of the one shot you get. I hope this has been a time that's brought you closer to the Lord. Um, Remember, he's in control. He's the author of your story, and your story's not over yet. It's your story for his glory. I'll see you next week.